You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast talking about the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am Nick Fairbaugh. I write for Pittsburgh Sports Now. Work at WPTS Radio Station, and I am an ACC Network production assistant. We have a packed episode today. We're going to talk about who you should root for in the ACC this week and what will help Pitt out the most. We'll also talk about Kenny Pickett and his draft stock right now. He's getting a lot of love from the draft analysts. Where is it right now? And then we'll also talk about Pitt Volleyball's number one ranked RPI team. How good are they and how far can they go? All that and more coming up on Locked on Pitt. Folks, welcome back to the Lot on Pit Podcast. Man, we got a very, very good episode today. We're previewing around the ACC, perusing around. It's the bye week. Pit fans kind of get to watch what they look at. And as always, folks, before we get into who Pit, Pit really wants to win on Saturday overall and what they would like to see happen, I want to thank you for making Locked on Pit your first listen every day. Find us on every platform wherever you listen. Make sure to leave a five-star review. All right, so there's five games around the ACC this weekend. Georgia Tech at Duke, Virginia at Louisville, West Wake Forest at Syracuse, Florida State at North Carolina, Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. So these games obviously... Very, very interesting for Pitt. Um, and I think the biggest one is obviously the Virginia Tech-Notre Dame game, right? So I just want to start with Virginia Tech-Notre Dame because I think that's obviously the one that's the most consequential for the Panthers and kind of will set the tone for tomorrow, for next week uh, as they head to Blacksburg, obviously, uh, eight days from now. So as they're planning to go to Blacksburg, what type of team do they want to face? And I'm not, you know, I'm not all about, you know, kind of, the psyche of teams, it does matter a lot. But if, if Virginia Tech, for example, loses to Notre Dame, I'm not going to say like, oh, Pitt's doomed because here comes a hyped-up Virginia Tech. And yeah, they might be a little bit hyped. But it, just because they also won doesn't mean they're going to come out flat. You're not going to bet on that, right? They might be a little bit more hyped, but you better match that energy. It's really that simple. Um, I mean, it's not anything crazy to talk about. I mean, you just need to match their energy pound for pound. That's kind of how it needs to work. Um, and, and quite frankly... If you don't match it, that's on the coach. So when we look at Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, one of the only teams left in the conference with no loss. Pitt, obviously, one of those teams as well. They won't get a loss regardless of this game because it's against Notre Dame. But I think you would hope that they would win this game. I really do. One, it raises the stakes for next week, and it actually gives Pitt a better chance to get a quality win over a team that looks a heck of a lot stronger. Virginia Tech, you know, listen, they're in prime time against Notre Dame, and this team is a team that, to be quite honest with you, when you look at Virginia Tech, it's not that they're a bad team at all, it's just their offense is horribly uninspiring, and their defense is really dominant. So they have a chance to win this game and potentially raise the profile of that game in Pitt if they want to have that really great season look really legit in the eyes of the rest of the country. Man, they need this win. And, and a big win, a statement win, over a good Virginia Tech team that had beaten Notre Dame the week before is huge. 
So I just think for the standing of Pitt's program, the standing of that win, if they can win next week, you would want Virginia Tech to win. That's exactly what I would want them to do. They'll obviously be very hyped if they beat them. It's a battle of teams with one loss, and I mean that would set up a massive, massive, massive meeting if the meeting wasn't already big enough between Virginia Tech and Pitt. But I think you would root for Virginia Tech to win this game. It doesn't count against the conference standings. Overall, all this does is make Pitt, if they win next week, it seems a little bit stronger. Okay, North Carolina and <laughs> Florida State. I mean, I and by the way, I when we just go back to Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, man, I think Virginia Tech has a chance to win this game. Um, I, I do. Notre Dame's just a very uninspiring team, but I would lean the Irish in this one. But again, Virginia Tech has such a dominant defense. Um, but you know, North Carolina, Florida State, man. Florida State still look, doesn't look great. Obviously, they did get that win over Syracuse, but. Man, it's a very uninspiring conference still. Um, and for, and Florida State's part of the reason why. 1-2 and two on the season. North Carolina themselves not having a great season. 2-2 um, two and two in the ACC. But they are a threat. So, listen, you root, for, you root for Florida State every time. They're in the Atlantic. Anything that can make it easier to wait off Sam Howe and, and Pitt doesn't have to do it themselves. Easier said than done, obviously. But, yeah, you should expect North Carolina to win this game. It's in Chapel Hill. But... I believe that you would root for Florida State in this one. But, man, Florida State's a mess right now. Sam Howell should dice up that Florida State defense, even with his offensive line. They have enough talent there uh, in Chapel Hill, more than enough talent to really rack up that score. Okay, Wake Forest at Syracuse is interesting. And, and we haven't talked about Wake's ascension, number 19, Wake Forest. They are undefeated, obviously, right now. 5-0 and overall, 3-0 in the conference. They are really looking strong right now. You should root for them to win this game every time. One, again, listen, it's not like Syracuse matters a ton. I'm not going to act like they matter a ton, ton. But Wake Forest is a team, and this is obviously looking way deeper into things and way off the timeline. But if you want Pitt to have a theoretical very slim, it's a very slim chance to run the table, through the rest of their schedule, go 11-1, and then maybe get a quality win to get a playoff bid. And I say this in in jest because, again, I, I don't expect this to happen, but you want Wake Forest to be 12-0 in that game. You want them to be undefeated. You want them to be coming into that ACC championship game looking like a legitimate natty contender. That's the exact thing you want from Wake. So pitch should root for Wake Forest to run the table to get the best one possible in the ACC championship game. At this point, at least we should from a fan's perspective, if you're shooting for the stars, again, don't expect that to happen. But just for rooting interest, I believe Wake Forest would be the rooting interest in that one. Um, Virginia at Louisville. Root for Louisville. They're in the Atlantic. Virginia has a really talented quarterback in Brennan Armstrong and get their 1-2 in the Coastal, in the, in the ACC right now. But, again, anything you can do to wait off a good quarterback. Their defense is horrible. Malik Cunningham's playing well. Um... I would expect this one to be a pretty competitive game. I'm not sure who's winning. I would lean slightly in the favor of Virginia. Um, but it's on the road in Louisville, so it's going to be a good good matchup. This one's actually going to be one that I might have circled and watch um, on Saturday. I think it's going to be a really fun, high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a good one um, between two teams with two quarterbacks that are playing at a really high level right now. Georgia Tech at Duke. Man, I mean... Listen, Pitt already has the win over Georgia Tech, so you root for the, you root for Georgia Tech to win this one. 
because, again, you have that tiebreaker over Georgia Tech already in the standings. Duke is 0-1. Make Duke 0-2. You have the tiebreaker over a 2-2 Georgia Tech then in that case. That one's going to be interesting. I think that uh, Georgia Tech can really slow down this offense. Mateo Durant's kind of the whole Duke offense um, at that point more. Um, but basically, I think that they should win this game. Jeff Sims should be good enough um, to do that. So basically, you want who do you want to win? You want Virginia Tech to win. You want Florida State to win, Wake Forest to win, Louisville to win, Georgia Tech to win. That should be your rooting interest, in my opinion, who will win these games. I'm going to go Notre Dame, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Virginia, Georgia Tech. That's my prediction for who will win that game. And obviously, if this all happens, I think Pitt's in a better position to win the Coastal um, and, and obviously have their resume boosted as well. Um, but but nothing completely changes the landscape of the Coastal this week it's not a big enough game there's not a big enough draw this week that's obviously going to just change the the landscape of the coastal not this week folks all right folks i really want to talk about ken pickett getting that number one spot on pro football networks rankings of college football quarterbacks this season however first i want to let you know about built bar built bar has so many delicious flavors there's a little bit of something for everybody Coconut, cherry basilla, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And guess what? If you don't know what your flavor is, your favorite flavor is, you get a mix box. You get two of each of the nine flavors. And guess what? Built Bar is healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. And only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs so they're amazing flavors they're all tasty and they're all healthy so here's our offer go to builtbar.com and use the promo code lock 15 again that's the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com all right folks welcome back to the locked on pit podcast this guy Continues to get national attention, this time from Cam Mellor of Pro Football Network. Listen, he ranked all 130 quarterbacks in college football this season. And who was on top? Mr. Kenny Pickett himself. Mellor said, the breakout season has been confirmed for Kenny Pickett through five games. Pickett has already set a career-high 15 passing touchdowns in just four games before dropping four more on Georgia Tech in week five. Pickett is dotting the field this season with perfectly placed passes to every level. He's standing tall versus pressure and dominating where his offensive line keeps him clean. For this year, Pickett has a 72% completion percentage for 1,301 yards, 19 touchdowns, and just one interception. He just isn't the best quarterback in the ACC. He's been the best QB in the entire country. The fifth-year senior has Pittsburgh primed for a deep ACC run all right strong words i mean very strong words from Miller there and this is just a pattern of kenny pickett getting the national praise this is something that it's been the question when is kenny pickett finally gonna get the national praise well first acc game comes and look he just dices them up he was a phenomenal phenomenal player this week obviously Winning ACC quarterback of the week as well. Getting the accolades. Listen. Legitimately. And the reason I wanted to bring this up. 
is not just because, well, Melor said it, or you know, it, it's a it's Pro Football Network, so it's more of a national site and everything. Listen, the Pro Football Network is a draft site, not just a college football site. And Dane Brugler, uh, the NFL draft analyst for the Athletic, he brought up a lot of the same things. Said, well, Pitt football's quarterback Kenny Pickett is Georgia versus Georgia Tech is the best quarterback tape. I've studied so far this year. Full inventory of throws, outstanding accuracy and awareness, clinical performance. Folks, this is crazy. Now, if you know, we had Ian Cummings from Pro Football Network on here a little bit ago, um, about a week and a half ago. He was talking about Pickett potentially rising up to the first round. Where's his stock going now? I mean, it's soaring. It sounds like it's soaring Listen, I don't know if I'd call him a first-round quarterback. I, I don't know if he has that talent. Check out my preview. I've showcased kind of the profile of Kenny Pickett. Why I think he might be a little bit more limited than people think at the NFL level. He's obviously dazzling at the college level. He has no limitations at this level. But at the NFL level, I think he might have a few more limitations than people are thinking. But, but for a guy that came into the season as a certified day three pick... I think he's a comfortable, and I mean this very comfortably. I think he's a very comfortable Dave 2 pick at this point. Potentially top 50. I'm still not completely on board with the first round pick. I don't know if he's even quarterback one. I think Malik Willis is really the darling of the NFL right now. And I think they like guys like that. I think they do like Matt Corral. I still think Spencer Rattler's there. I don't think he's been as bad as people think he's been either. He's had a nice few last week's. Like, this is a weak quarterback class, and Pickett's playing amazing football. But I also don't know how much it's going to completely shift over when you look at his relative skill set. That's kind of my whole point. But I love that he's getting the recognition, man. He deserves every bit of recognition he gets this year. He looks phenomenal. He looks poised. He's throwing to all three levels of the football field. He's been surgical. He's made plays out of structure. He's throwing with anticipation. There's everything you want. The tight window throws are there. Man, he's got connections with all of his receivers. He's got relatively good decision-making this year as well. Again, the one pick. You, all you have to do, man, the, the deep passing stats are absurd. They're absurd right now. The The surface-level stuff is great. He's got the, He's checks the box off in almost everything right now. So when we're talking about Kenny Pickett and getting this type of buzz, it's it's great. I also don't know how far the hype goes with his draft stock yet. I think he needs to put up this type of performance against a Clemson. You know, Clemson's defense is phenomenal still. Against a Virginia Tech, a defense who's really good. Granted, the Georgia Tech defense was really good too, and he diced them up. But I think you need to see him dice up, you know, Virginia Tech, Clemson, those teams, right? That's when I think he can put himself truly on the map. I don't want to declare something like, well, he's the Zach Wilson, Joe Burrow of this year. He could be. He could be. Let's be real here. He could be. Right now, I don't think he's that. But, man, he's been elite so far this year. And he's rising up boards. I think he's going to be a, a, a round two pick for sure. A mid-round guy right now. Round two to three, somewhere around there. Expect him for my range right now. But, man, he keeps playing like this. He puts this up against Clemson. He puts this up against Virginia Tech. He puts it up against similar opponents like that. Man, you're going to see Kenny Pickett in the first round of the NFL draft, but he's got to continue it. But right now, man, he's getting so much love, and it's great to see. He deserves all of that. 
All right, folks, I want to talk about pit volleyball. But before I do that, I want to let you guys know about betonline.ag. The all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all college and pro football action this season. With a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be your number one source for everything football. So folks, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. Again, that's the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. Man, how about pit volleyball? I, I really adore this team um you know I, we talked about them before on this program and for good reason man they're Pitt's best team I think overall just period you know I, I think that this team when you go to I'll say this first off go to a game go to a pit volleyball game they're first in RPI and then that's tell, tells you their quality of wins being first in RPI in college basketball in the ACC is not easy, but they scheduled a murderer's row of non-conference opponents. And it's been gorgeous to watch them just play. I The rotation, listen, they've been deep before. Are you kidding me? When Sabrina Starks and Valeria Vasquez Gomez are your straight-up reserves? I mean, they don't even play a ton in some matches. They ride the hot hand, whether that's Serena Gray, Lekator member Monet, Giamaka Wokolo, Kayla Lund, who has had her down games and it hasn't mattered because they're so high-powered. By the way, the transfers, man, I mean, the transfers of Serena Gray and Lickator member Manet have been so huge. They're just so deep. This team is so deep. You could take, I think, the reserves of this team and get a legitimate tournament team out of it. They're that deep this year. And the thing is, the way that they're winning isn't just because... Well, darn, the middle blockers and the outside hitters really are good. You're right. Shanaza Ende's power that she can generate for her spikes and to get those kills, it's unbelievable. We know the velocity on those. It's crazy. It goes from her hand to the freaking floor in about a second. It's very incredible, right? That's awesome and all. But let's be honest here. Let's be very honest here. Pitt's biggest thing, it, it isn't about the attackers. Yes, the depth of the attackers is amazing. When you have depth like that, when you have multiple people getting 10-plus kills in different ways and in different games, and you're sweeping every opponent you face, it's pure domination. No, it's the digs this year. I mean, let's talk about the liberos and the setters. Ashley Browski has played out of her mind. I mean, phenomenal this year. She's been kind of the secret that no one is talking about, I feel like. Like, even people around the program. Like, you look at that, man. She's falling right now. She's playing extremely well. 
She's taken that leap from a sophomore year to her junior year. I mean, man, let all you have to do to give her her credit, go watch that BYU match they had, man. She had 19 digs in that match. She saved so many points there and got them ahead of the the 8-bit, essentially. There are a lot of, of really good hits against this team, against ranked opponents that have been dug out by Ashley Browski because she's that good right now. She's had so many games with more than 10 digs. And even in, you know, the games where they sweep teams, man. She's as productive as they come in that area. And she's very clean as well on the sheet. Um, not not too much in the way of errors as well. So, you know, man, it's, it's such a... It's like the engine. that The silent engine. Like, we talked about the offensive line yesterday as the silent engine of the pit passing offense. Obviously, the stars are Kane picking. You can, you know, put Kayla on and Shanaza Ende or Serena Gray, whoever you would choose on these teams with so many stars on this pit volleyball team. But you kind of have Browski, and then you have Kylie Levers, and then, of course, you have uh, Leslie Sakeo as well. So you have all these talented players at the center position that are just digging out these really tough hits, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean... Alexis Akeo is not even playing a ton anymore. And she's a very, very quality setter. Like, she's a very quality setter. So Pitt has this backcourt, essentially, that is so hard to penetrate. And then you also add in the height they have up front at middle blocker and, and the, the amount of blocks they get. It's just, it's so hard to counter them. They're so deep. I mean, when you have Serena Gray up there getting as many kills as she does a game and getting as many blocks as she does a game, and then you also have, on the other end, the attackers, and then you have the setters. It's like they work in perfect harmony. Now, listen, they were a little sloppy against Duke. They were a little sloppy against Duke, a little too many service errors in there. But, man, this team is, is really quality because they're so deep. And then the setters, the digs, have been high-quality digs. They're, they just work well together. It's a high-quality machine. And you don't have to make a ton of adjustments to this team because all you have to do is ride the hot hand. They're so deep, they're so talented that they're so... not. They're not reliant on Kayla Lund or Gia Makawokolo or Chinaza Ende. They're not reliant on Serena Gray. If Valeria Vesca Gomez is having a great game, she plays more. Like It doesn't matter who's having a great game. And who's having a bad game. Because someone's going to be clicking at the right time. And that's the beauty of it all, in my opinion. The beauty of it all is that you know at some point, someone's going to be clicking at the right time. And you will just work with whoever you have and work well within it. And Dan Fisher's done a great job of doing that this year. I really believe that they're national championship contenders. And number one in RPI for good reason. Alright folks, next week we're obviously going really hard on the Virginia Tech stuff. A really big game for the Pitt football team. However folks, before we get out of here, thank as always, thank you for making Locked on Pitt your first listen every day. But make sure to make your second listen Locked on ACC. Get all of your daily ACC news in less than 30 minutes with ACC expert Candice Cooper. It's free and available on all platforms. Alright folks, thanks for listening and as always, hail to Pitt.